the fence is done from the front stretch around one and two to the track entrance. So where the people are. We got to finish three and four then. Yeah. I don't know why we said we. I said we. I haven't been out there to help with the fence yet. but uh, it's. Uh, I mean, the main part to get done was where the people are. So that's completed. And he is, uh, I think he's got the fence torn down where the exit is now going to be. So got a few more things to do there, but I think I think he's hoping to get it done before the big net two day national show. So a little dirt work left and be off to the races again. Yep. By the way, some good sh- oh man, <sighs> what about some good racing there though last Wednesday, huh? Good. Good track, good racing. Freaking cushion ish. Cushion ish. More or less tacky than cushion, but Yeah. The uh five hundred feature. That was probably the one of the closest races, the finishes that I've ever seen. Yeah, it was tough to call. I was sitting in the flag stand watching the line, and I'm glad the girls upstairs called it because I didn't know. I, like, half inch from yeah. the infield, but I was on the back side of it, so. Yeah, it was too close to call almost, so. Good racing. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, some racing at Cedar Lake? We uh, did our little track prep pre-race show what'd you think about that thought it went good i do too i mean mark mike we had to start a little late because you were uh, a little bit late but you know hey is what it is man (laughs) i was in elmwood like an hour before that so i thought i made pretty good time yeah you know not not bad yeah you know but mark mike rts podcast yep todd blake gunner bill two podcast Adjoin forces with liquid nitro energy drink racing and qualityfreightrate.com. Giving you guys a little, uh, I don't know, more or less just a pre race show, kind of like NFL game day. And yep, I think to- it's, uh, you know, that was just our first one. And it's, I don't know, I thought it went pretty good besides a few, uh, technical difficulties. But other than that, I think it's going to turn into something pretty cool. Yeah. Get some get some more fans involved. Move it off of the tower so we can be right there in front of you. And yep. Get a few uh, cornhole games going. I think it'll be a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to get the nerves off with that first one. Right. And then, you know, like the funniest part to me was when we're like, hey, if you're watching, wave. And then we're instantly like, okay, they didn't wave, so they must not be watching. <laughs> and didn't realize that there's like a lag in between. And Right. We're new. We're yeah. fresh. It was fresh. Yep. A lot of good comments on there, though. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like I say, I think it's going to be something pretty cool once we kind of figure out, you know, get some chemistry with the other guys and mm-hmm. get things rolling. It'll be pretty cool. Kind of right. give, uh, try and give fans a little update on what the track's looking like and, you Who's know. Who's all pulling in. Yeah, what the night's going to entail. I think we'll be able to have an entry list in front of us. and Yeah, that'll be nice. For, <laughs> Just so we know who's there. Besides looking over our shoulder going, oh, I think that's so-and-so. Yeah, it looks like he's pulling in right now. That's not him. Not no, even him. That's not even close. <laughs> I uh, I see you forgot to use the uh, the white lotion on the nose this weekend. Yeah. yeah I'm looking was, like uh, Rudolph right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was out on the lake. Uh, got a little bit of sun. I've got on my back. I've got the uh, life jacket tan line going on. That is amazing. Are you sure it's not just like a bra strap with the clicker instead of the? No, no, it's uh, definitely not that. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, we were riding jet skis, just ripping it up, you know. Were you just pumped? Oh, just shredding. Did you brap and tap, or were you more like a make a wave to jump a wave type of guy? I was a little bit of both. Yeah, do a, do a few donuts, get the whirlpool going, and then hit them. I get it. I get it. Yeah. What kind of jet skis we got here? We got a Sea-Doo and another Sea-Doo. One's, <laughs> one's like a three-seater, one's a two-seater. You were on the three-seater. I was on both. We, uh, the two seater is pretty quick. So were you like hands on the bars with the legs all the way back straight out? Yeah. I was trying to pull wheelies Yeah, <laughs> in the water. <laughs> I'm flying. <laughs> you and girl Blake. Yeah. Me and girl Blake, we, uh, we did a race and we switched and I won both times. So I think she might be living scared. No, I've, I just feel like you've jumped to start both times. No, well, no, no. You thought about it. I mean, I definitely thought about it. There's the one takes off slower, but it has more top speed. The other one's quicker off the line. So the one that takes off slower, I kind of had a little running start, but. So you kind of jumped to start. Well, give or take. Did she know you were racing or is it like. Oh, yeah, she knew. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one, go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's good yeah. stuff. I tell you what, though, it's really not the same without Todd. 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 Oh, it's fine. It's fine, but I like Todd on here. I do. I do too. He's a lot easier to you know help with making fun of me certain situations. And well, you haven't you haven't shot at me yet, so I was just sitting over here waiting. I mean, I all I said was you were late, and uh, <laughs> I mean you got a yee yee shirt on. Right. I'm not sure where your cowboy boots are. (sighs) Well, I took an old pair and I actually cut them like thong flip-flops. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're my beach boots. Okay. So where are they? Uh, I'm in my house. Okay. Sorry. Sorry I blew up. Yeah, it's fine. I did tan my feet a little bit fishing this weekend, but... Yeah, I see you weren't at uh, Cedar Lake Speedway uh, in the car. In the car, no. In the car, no. I was in Victory Lane twice, though, so... So, you know, doesn't matter well, at the end of the day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the track was really good. I'm not going to lie. That track for the feature, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty wide for the heats, but yeah, heats. It was a little top dominant, but we should see if Amazon's got a pair of glasses that got like a little sunshade for your nose. You think so? Yeah, you got I a could... pretty big schnoz, you know, get something hanging out there like an umbrella. Or I could do what like a lot of people do and maybe just put sunscreen on it. Could. Like the pure white, just yeah. completely covered. But, I mean, what's the fun in that? Just burn it. Yeah. Sometimes it turns purple. It's cool. Really? <laughs> do you like whiskey, too? No. Oh, it's a different purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I think we should call our guests. <laughs> we should. After we thank our sponsors, right. though, of course. Exactly. I mean, oh, uh... Jody Cook, pretty polished nails. Yep. At Cedar Lake Speedway this weekend. What? Toss me a toss me a little sampler. I forgot him at home. <laughs> Ooh. Drop some off with the old Jake Miller's wife. Nice. Yep. Talked to Jake for quite a while too, honestly. Oh, and by the way, Anderson Pure Maple Sugar. Syrup. Sh- Pure syrup. Maple 
Yes. Sugar syrup. They have like little shooters. Oh, those are so good. They got like the shot glasses of syrup for, you know, buying cakes and waffles. Yep. And then they got like the little plastic bag, the little one. Yep. Where it's like a shot. You know, totally random, but you know, have you ever had the uh, little honey sticks at the fair? No. Oh, they're so good. They got like a little, they're like a straw and then you bite off the top oh, and copy. then you, yep, pretty good. That's what I kind of thought you were talking about with the maple syrup. No, totally, a totally liquid, not even close. Liquid form, yeah. for sure. But uh, coming home from the track, getting a little tired, cracked the top of one of them little maple syrup shooters, and I swallowed it down. Wide awake? Great. It was delicious. <laughs> it's like an energy drink. It was amazing. <laughs> so thank you, Jason, for the samples. Yes. How about uh, qualityfreightrate.com? Always coming in clutch. Yep. Pretty good rates, to be honest. Very good. 10% off when you uh, use that Bill 2 promo code on your first pallet. Or give me a call. I'll get you a quote. Call Gunner. Yeah, boom, done. I mean, honestly, you could probably message him. You could probably just message me. Or places in the area, people that you work for, do they ship freight? Tell them to call me. Get it on qualityfreightrate.com. Either way. And then when you get tired after talking to Gunner, slam a liquid nitro energy drink. Or a shooter. Or a watermelon shooter. (laughs) Get that energy back up, baby. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. As we mentioned in the beginning, Thunder Hill Speedway. Like we said, big improvements going on there. Track quality is... Top notch. The big uh, Nationals race is next Tuesday and Wednesday. It's going to be huge. 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 A lot of carts already. I mean, every night we've raced, we have Yeah, good house. cart counts. How about uh, K1 by Ryan Bowers that's designing uh, Todd Ellefson's Jazzercise Jazzer- suit? <laughs> K1, repping everywhere now. Get a hold of RB. We even seen Logan Seavey's sporting a K1 now. A yep. lot, of, lot of K1 suits out there. A lot. Call up Ryan Bowers, get yourself a quote. And you can custom design head to toe now. So it's, if you want cheap or if you want stitched, it's wow. all there for the taking. Jiggy signs and graphics. The Jigster. Putting out quality work each and every week. How about Scott King Designs coming up with our uh, Facebook pictures? I feel like they get better every week. Well, yeah. They're good. what he does. That's what he does. Can't wait to see the next one. We got Tarvis Racing. The O Show. Mm. Faux Show. Cammy Chad, nice people. Great people. Uh, How about Spot On Credit Card Processing? Ooh, Check them out on Facebook. Get a hold of Ben Brost. And tell them you heard it on the Built 2 Media Podcast. You might get some money back. You will. You will, actually. If you do that, you yeah, will. Yeah. You, so do it. You will. It's a thing. Don't think about it. Just do it. Aqua Hills Water. water some of the best water things. care in the business. Yeah. From what we've been told, it is the best. It is. Nothing better. They won't know. <laughs> Because that's the guy. Nobody's going to know. They'll know. 
Nobody's going to know. How will they not know? <laughs> uh, Wide got- open. Marine. Man. They got that boat coming pretty quick, I suppose. I would imagine. Tried to call Ben the other day. No answer, huh? No, I left him a voicemail. <sighs> then we got pretty polished junkie. We already kind of hit on him, but pretty polished junkie. Apparently the easiest, fastest drying nails out there. I'd check them out if I was a girl. Jody did say we should do a uh, tutorial we should. on some nails with Todd. Todd would be the perfect subject <laughs> to polish some nails. Gosh. I say we do his toes. Can she make like custom ones? I don't know. I, I don't know. I know they got like all kinds of colors and then checkered flag. But we that should, was some new ones that just dropped. We should definitely do that to Todd. You think so? Yep. It's not even a question. Should we make a tutorial video? With Todd. <laughs> With Todd. Dad. Check them all out on Facebook. I believe every one of them's on Facebook. I believe they are. Check out their websites. We appreciate all of their support. Every single one of them. We wouldn't be able to do it without them. I don't know about you, but I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped for our guest today. You may have heard of him once or twice. His his number ends with a W. But the first number is a one. And the second's a five. Can you guess who it is? His last name starts with a W. His first name starts with an A. Uh, He's from Rushford, Minnesota. Let's call him. Let's call him. wonder if anybody guessed it yet. It's... I bet somebody did. Somebody might have. Are you guys guessing? No, I don't hear any guesses. It's ringing. I don't hear any guesses. No, no guesses. Alex! Perfect. Hi... You are live on the Bill 2 Media Podcast with Blake and Gunner Cummings. Perfect. It's actually Blake Anderson and Gunner Cummings. But, you know, you know what we're talking about. How you doing today, (laughs) Alex? I'm doing great. Yeah, you tipping one back right now? I mean, it's... I might be. (laughs) (laughs) What's your uh, drink of choice here? Uh, Bushlight Apple. Ooh, good call. Man, you found some in stock, huh? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of it down here. Jeez. All kinds of it. I'd have to go over to Minnesota to get some. I'm going to buy a pallet, I think. Blake, you want to go in on that? Yeah, sure. Can I make money off of it after I sell it? Well, whatever. I don't care. I just need like half the pallet for myself. (laughs) (laughs) There has been some guys around here buying it by the pallet, to be honest. I believe it. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. It's a it's a nice mix up, you know. You drink a bunch of bush light and then the apple comes around and you're like, Wow. It's pretty good. Pretty good little mix up for the summer too. Absolutely. Limited time. Anyways, Alex, you're coming off hot. Mm-hmm. You're coming off, off of a hot win. So we're gonna play this intro and then we're gonna ask you about that hot win. All right. Time for the Bill 2 Media Podcast special guest. He's one in everything that he's driven. B-Mods? Yep. USRA late model? Yep. 
and most recently, just a little $10,000 race, the USMTS series. If you're ever looking for them, you might find them at Deer Creek Speedway, Mississippi Thunder, Red Cedar, or even Cedar Lake. And if you find them, you just might be hanging around Victory Lane from Rushford, Minnesota. Sounds like a town where race car drivers come from. Number 15W, Alex Williamson. Oh, I just caught the whole W and Williamson. And it starts now. Hot. Hot, hot off that USMTS win, Alex. How about it? It feels pretty good. Everybody gets lucky once in a while, so I keep telling everybody. <laughs> I mean, did it help starting on the pole? or? Um, It did, but, you know, every time you win from the pole, everybody's got something to say about it. But, um, yeah, we actually, the USMTS deal, we get to qualify. So I got... Uh, Qualified fourth, which actually inverted us to the pole of the heat race, won the heat race by a little bit, and then uh, started on the pole of the feature and let every single lap. So, I don't know, let them talk. Yep, I <laughs> 100% agree. I've been to uh, quite a few of them races, and if you can qualify in the top 10, you're a damn good guy right there. Absolutely, yeah. There's, uh, there's no shortage of competition at all. For sure. Uh, we were talking to Craig Thatcher a couple weeks ago, and he was telling us about how uh, kind of the starts, starting of the races go with the USMTS and how it's kind of a little bit about tire management and kind of, I don't know, saving your equipment till the end. Did you uh, did you go through that at all with that race win, or was it kind of just all out right away? No, it was, uh, I drove pretty hard for the first, I don't know, five, six laps, and then I got out a little ways, and and I knew it. I mean, I just, I had that feeling that, the, I mean, the car was really, really good. And and I was just kind of pacing myself. And just before I got to lap cars, we had a yellow. And then, like, 14 more yellows. And then two red <laughs> flags. And I'm like, this race is never going to end. But, so, I mean, that did help with the uh, tire management and stuff. But I think about halfway through, um, it was a 40-lap race. I think I'm at, like, 22 I screwed up one corner and uh, knocked the spoiler off the car. And and I knew what happened right away because I went in the next corner and it was free like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, this one's over. But um, actually, it made the car better. I was actually really surprised. And I just, you know, changed up my driving style a little bit going into the corner. And I had uh, Jody Belfi gave me a couple really, really good runs on the bottom. Um, but he, I mean, he drove me like gentleman, raced me plenty clean and left me a lane. And, um, I think he knew that if if we were on a uh, long green flag run, that I was slightly better. I don't know if it was because of tires or whatever else, but you know we were a little bit faster on a long green flag run. I think we had a caution with four or five laps to go, and I still won by a straightaway. So it was uh, it was a really good night. Dang, that's pretty awesome. How uh, I mean, how nerve wracking was those last few laps with you know the yellow coming out, and I mean that had to be kind of wild yeah no i uh the yellows were i mean it was killing me i was making me really nervous and whatever else and once i got past jody and i didn't see his nose anymore i kind of figured that i was out of ways because he was trying really really hard to get up next to me so i figured once i was up top rolling i think i was going to be all right (laughs) and you've made a few laps around there before too ain't you absolutely that place is actually my favorite racetrack i don't know it's 
I mean, it's a driver's racetrack. You don't get me wrong, but it's uh, I like the smooth and slick. And I mean, it was a little technical that night. There was about a foot of brown on on the top, and everything else was polished off clean. So you had to be on your game, and you had to make sure you hit your marks, you know. And and that's something I've been fairly good at here the last few years. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, what if, I mean, is there something you guys have found that's been working good or is it just kind of the whole team coming together and, and, uh, you know, really finding that sweet spot with the car? No, it, uh, I mean, that's what it has been too, you know, but this winter we did our homework and race for a little bit, did, uh, some cutting and some welding and, and changed a little bit of stuff, you know, um, I mean, not, nothing major, but just kind of doing what I needed to do for myself, you know, that I felt needed to be a little bit better or needed to be adjusted. And, and I mean, the car was really, really good. And I mean, that was uh, actually that night that we won was the hundredth night on that car. And most of the guys that run USMCS stuff get a new car, you know, 30 or 40 nights. So that right there was pretty cool to me, but we, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's been, it's been a good ride. I just hope it stays right where it belongs. Well, it's kind of nice. I mean, you've raced Ogilvy so many times, but um, the beginning of the year, I mean, you started off with a bang. I, wasn't it, it was the first race of the year, wasn't it? First three races of the yeah, year that I three. raced around home, yep. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> so let's get into now, that yeah. a little bit. <laughs> well, Cedar Lake, same kind of deal. I mean, it was qualifying and. I don't, for whatever reason, when we get to qualify is when I exceed. So, I mean, when we were up there, qualified first, um, drove to the cushion, won. Um, the second night, it was slippery, but same kind of deal. I mean, I qualified first, drove to the cushion, won. And then uh, Fountain City opener, same deal. I mean, we won the heat race and started on the pole and drove to the cushion and won. So, it's been, like I said, I don't know, everybody has something to say all the time when you start in the front row and win, but when you earn it to start in the front row, that's a little bit different story, you know? So, I mean, that, that was cool. I like the qualifying deal. I, it just makes things a lot easier for a lot of the drivers, you know, put some of the slower cars in the back and some of the less experienced guys, you know, they get to run laps without having to worry about getting run over and whatever else. So, right. For it's, sure. Uh, it's been a good start to the year. And then we went down to Webster city here the next night after that Palm City opener and got stuffed in the fence pretty hard. I actually had a tire go down, and I think that was probably what stopped the wins for us for a little bit there. And then uh, I just spent a lot of time with race cars the last couple of weeks and got everything back to where I thought it needed to be, and apparently it was pretty good at Ogilvy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going back to, you know, people talking about you starting on the pole or whatever, you know, I've talked to a lot of a lot of drivers and they they tell me they don't want to start on the pole, you know, a lot of guys like to start back in, you know, second, third, fourth row just to see where everybody's running and I don't think a lot of people like I guess maybe some fans might not realize that when you start on the pole it's it's pretty difficult because you don't know what the other guys are doing behind you and you don't know which lane on the track is fastest but yeah, it's yep. definitely no, not be, really an advantage to start on the pole most nights. No. And I, I mean, I'd be the first one to admit that if I can, I would much rather start from 6 to 12. I I do not like being up front because, I mean, that's usually my luck. Is I've lost a lot of races over the last 
10 years where I get out lead 18 or 20 laps and all of a sudden somebody goes by me like I'm on jack stand, you know, and yeah. that's just how it goes, but it sucks. You know, I would much rather be the guy going by than getting run over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. It's a lot easier to watch a few people or you can actually gain that confidence when you take the lead, even if it is lap five from fourth or sixth or whatever, at least you right. have the confidence to know that how you got there. So you knew what worked then. Right. Right. But yeah, if, if we don't get the qualifying deal, that's I mean that's the second best option, you know, is to pass the cars to get there. But that's that's how it goes. Yeah, going back to that Fountain City win, I was down there that night, and I know uh, I kind of know your victory lane speech. I don't remember exactly what you said, but what was what were you saying on that victory lane speech, or what went um, on? So basically, after we won that week at Cedar, um, I had all kinds of people, um, actually some what I thought were fans, but apparently not, um, come up and say some stuff or post some stuff on Facebook or message me or whatever else, you know, saying, oh, there's no competition, you know, there was was only 10 cars or whatever else. And there was, I mean, there was not a ton of cars, but the cars that were there were pretty good cars. And so... I mean, it, that just gave me a head of steam. I, you know, I really wanted to win on Friday just because. And what happened was Rodney Sanders actually showed up. And um, so we won. And, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure. I knew that the people that were bashing me were sitting in the stands. And I'm like, okay, this is my time. You know, I just got to <laughs> run 18 to left, 25 to left or whatever. And so we got out and uh, led the whole thing. You know, I, I mean, we were all by quite a ways. And. I just, I was waiting. I'm like watching 20 on the scoreboard. I'm like, he's got to be coming. He's got to be coming. And I'm like, well, so I don't know if he just was having an off night or whatever, but I got out of the car and that was the first thing I said. And I mean, I, I just told all the whiners, you know, it's your time to shut up. We just beat <laughs> the guy that, I mean, he's the best modified driver in the world. I mean, he is. I mean, on paper, I mean, the stats don't lie. So, right. Yeah, I it couldn't really hear to uh, get there. Couldn't really hear it from the backstretch, but I know that uh, you'd kind of mentioned that there was a lot of people giving you shit. So I, <laughs> I kind of wanted yep. to touch on that. It's like, dude, a, a win's a win. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if there was two cars out there. That, I mean, honestly, we watched it at Thunder Hill the other night. It came down to two carts, and it was probably one of the best races that we've watched. You know, a, a win's a win, regardless how many cars are there or if they're what you would call a good guy or a bad guy. I mean, it's all competition, no, especially up here. Right. And that's the thing is, I mean, a lot of people from down south don't realize that when you come up here, you're racing against the best in the country, you know, and. And that was, I mean, I wanted to make that point very valid. Like I said, I knew the people that were bashing me were sitting in the stands. So I think when I was done with my speech, about 4,000 fans were standing up and about four were sitting down yet. Yep. So <laughs> that's all that I was worried about. Yep. Oh, I could. Dude, it gives me chills right now just thinking about it, sitting on that backstretch. That crowd went wild when you got out of the car. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that was cool. Why are you days going to be as cool as Blake Anderson? Though? Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it, though. I mean, it's pretty easy. Right. 
Whatever you say. Yeah, grow a beard, grab a hat that looks like an Amish hat, grab your horse and your buggy, and get strolling. That's right. <laughs> so drive a sprint car really fast. Well, you could, or then you get stuffed in the wall during an accident, and then you got a broken fast sprint car. Yep. <laughs> Which it sounds like that's, you did that in Webster's, did he? <laughs> that place has not been very good to me. Every time we've been there, we've been one of the best cars there, and I get tore up every single time. Oh, it's frustrating. Makes you want to yeah, go yeah, back so bad, I do. bet. Yeah, I, actually, I do, because I know it's the car to beat, you know, most of the time, but just my luck down there is not very good. Well, why don't you tell us how it all started getting into this darn racing thing? Um... Actually, my dad started racing when he was just out of high school, and and I grew up um, actually around Cedar Lake a lot. Um, you know, we'd race Fountain City on a Friday, and then Saturday we'd either go to Deer Creek or Cedar Lake, and Cedar Lake was my track of choice. It kind of always has been, but um, we just, I don't know, he just was into it, and I mean, it was it's in my blood, you know, I I always wanted to do something with racing and make a difference and, you know, be a guy that people wanted to look up to or, you know, go to for help and whatever else. And, and, uh, I just, I mean, I, I set my goals and I just started working until I could get them, you know, and my dad got me a, uh, slingshot, uh, fortunate enough to get myself into one of them and raced one of them for three years, I think. And, my mom had this brilliant idea. She goes, if you win points one year, we'll move up to a B-Mod. And I'm like, challenge accepted. <laughs> so that year we, uh, we won nine out of 14 features. And I'm sure you can guess we, uh, we won the points championship that year. And yeah. I literally got done with my speech and I'm like, mom, I really hope you got that B-Mod sitting at home ready to go. Cause I'm ready. <laughs> so we, uh, we spent all winter, um, that year putting the b-mod together and and uh i've been running the b-mod you know for i don't know how long seven eight years for sure and um it just kind of was getting to the point where our stuff was kind of getting outdated and i'm like i gotta do something different you know and and somebody finally actually came up and was like hey i got uh, i got a us ready late model i'd kind of like you to drive it i got arthritis you know i can't feel my feet real well so i'm looking for somebody to to wheel it for me and and i did get lucky enough uh john duffy gave me um a really good opportunity to drive his late model there for a few years and and uh, we picked off some decent future wins in that actually i had my first win ever at monomany uh red red cedar in that thing um i got super lucky one night there and you know that, that's been one of my other favorite tracks you know i like technical tricky tracks and anybody that runs red cedar will tell you that place is tricky yes yep um but uh so we got lucky enough to polish off i think six wins in that thing and and you know i was still racing b-mod at the time and we ended up with 14 wins in the b-mod over the career and and like i said our stuff was just getting outdated and i'm like you know, we got to go somewhere. We got to do something different. We either got to spend enough money to run competitive again in the B mod, or you know, we got to move up. And my dad and I were talking, and we ended up uh, getting ourselves into an SSR B mod and uh, run a couple nights. And and Dad's deal with 
Jake at SSR was if, if Jake could get us in victory lane again, then we would buy a modified. Well, I, I don't really understand why my family hasn't figured it out yet with the bets, but <laughs> they, uh, it was only, I think, six nights in the V-Mod, and we were in victory lane again. And I said, now what are we going to do? And he said, well, I, I told Jake I'd do it. So he called Jake at SSR and ordered up a uh, brand new modified. And and now we got that thing. So it's got 102 nights on it now. And um, we just actually ordered another brand new one here right after the Ogilvy win. We uh, kind of had the same deal. You know, we just... We knew this one was getting outdated, and we figured we might as well upgrade while we can, you know, a little bit of pocket change, and we'll see what happens, I guess. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So what do you, how'd the, uh, the, the transition from that B mod into that late model, how, how hard was it to transition into that? I mean, more power? I mean, how, how well, hard was it? So the B mod deal wasn't, I mean, like I said, I, I ran a ton of races in that thing, and and um, the late model was kind of rock, rocky, you know, for the first year. I don't think we run one race the first year, and then the uh, the second year, you know, I just kind of put my head down and and focused really well, and um, we actually clicked off five right in a row, and I'm like, this is going to be all right, and uh, same kind of deal happened. We just got tore up on the sixth night with it, and, and then it was never the same, but... Um, that was a pretty, I would say, rather easy transition. You know, after, like I said, the first year was a little rough, but, and then uh, that gave me a little bit of knowledge of four bar stuff. So when we got into the modified, um, I got the car the second week in August, and the first year I had it, um, we went to the legendary at Cedar Lake and almost won the feature, like the 10th night on the car, 10th night ever sitting in a modified. We, we were running really hard against Jake Tim and ended up uh, touching on the last corner and I lost with a flat tire. But um, I mean, it was good, a hard, clean race. But anybody, I mean, that one's on YouTube. Anybody that's seen it knows. I mean, that was, it was pretty impressive. I don't want to sound like some cocky guy because I'm not that way, but it was pretty neat to do that, you know, just a few nights in a race car. And, and then uh, we ran the whole next year and, we didn't get a win. You know, we had one locked up and Luke shot gave me a run for my money one night down in Mason city. And he passed me for a win on the last corner. So I'm like two years in, I've lost two really good races on the last corner. And I'm like, we got to, you know, we got to get our stuff together and figure this out. And, and a lot of people told me, you know, it was going to take four or five years to win the modified. And, and, uh, we went down to Humboldt, Kansas this spring and did some racing and the car was really good. We just, didn't really have very much luck and we weren't going to race Cedar Lake's legendary opener and, and my old man's like well we might have to go up there he goes you like that place you know let's just go up there and see what happens and we went up there and like I said we qualified pole and actually we ran practice and I ran one session and I'm like we got a really good hot run so we can I don't think we need to go out anymore and <laughs> went on qualified first and like I said let everyone out got lucky <laughs> uh, that's awesome uh, what made you go, you know, a lot of people go the traditional route, I guess you might say, but go B mod, mod, and then late model where you went B mod, late model, and then to the mod. Um, I guess, can you just walk us through the thought process on you wanting to go mod racing instead of maybe, you know, taking the late model, um, back out or, you know, getting kind of on that side of things. 
Right. Um, so basically, I mean, the late model deal was a limited late model. That was the only thing that was kind of getting to me was it's basically a B mod motor with a little bit bigger carbon stuff. So it wasn't that big of a difference. And, um, and I, I did have fun with it, you know, but, um, we just kind of got to the point where the car I was running was a 2006 and, and a lot of the cars in the class are a little bit older, but there's some of them that are actually brand new. And, and I just didn't feel like it was a good thing anymore. You know, when the class started, it was a really good thing. Everybody was on old stuff and, you know, nobody spent a lot of money to go racing with it. And then, um, as time kind of developed, um, people just started spending way more than they should have for the class in my mind, you know, I mean, everybody's got their own opinion, but I just didn't think it was going to go the way it was, you know, I mean, the whole point of it was to be a cheap class and, and it turned out not to be, you know, so we, um, I just, uh, basically told the, uh, car owner this spring and I'm like, Hey, you know, I just, I'm not having fun with it anymore. I said, this modified deal is, I mean, it's good, but I said, I need to focus with it. Otherwise it doesn't really make sense to do it because in my mind, if you're going to race and not do it the right way, you, you might as well stay home, you know? So <laughs> we were talking and we just kind of parted ways, you know, I mean, there was no really hard feelings. It was just time to move on. And, and then we ran the modified stuff and, you know, I could tell as soon as, as soon as we got out of the light model, I put my focus 100% to modify. We started running way better. And, um, and like I said, I mean, this last weekend or whatever has shown big time what we, what we really can do on a limited budget, you know, and, and I actually got lucky enough here a couple of weeks ago, um, Doug Carlson let me drive one of his kids, uh, with soda late models, um, at Cedar Lake and I got lapped. Um, the car wasn't really running 100%. And once I got lapped, it said, right with the leaders. And I'm like, you know, this is, this is kind of the, the next step, I think, you know, so. He, uh, we talked the other day. I don't know when the next time will be that I'll be sitting in that, but I know there will be a next time. And, um, I'm thinking there's a good chance it will be for the USA Nationals. I'm not a hundred percent sure yet, but, uh, we'll see. Possibly a late <laughs> model runner. Yep. That's, uh, I don't know. I looked up to this. One guy, uh, Blake knows him rather well. Um, I've looked up to Jesse for a long time. Um, I actually grew up when I was around the B-Mod stuff. He was just starting in the Modifieds. And, you know, I just, I never really knew who it was until we started paying attention. And and um, I met Jesse at the racetrack one night, you know, many years ago. And, I mean, ever since then, he's just been a really, really good guy to me. And, and uh, I've just always looked up to him. He's always humble. You know, he's always got a good head on his shoulders. And and that's the kind of people I like to be around, you know. And and um, it basically, his story going up is very, very similar, you know. And that that's pretty neat to me. You know, I've, I've watched Jesse come a long ways. And, and I never thought I was going to be where I am in the modified. And, and when we were done with this uh, USMTS win last week, he was one of the first ones to text me and <laughs> congratulate me, you know. And, you know, I just, that means a lot. I had a lot of really, really good race car drivers get a hold of me or people, you know, in the industry and whatever else. And so, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll have to bang indoors with Jesse one of these days. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of shows the group that you're in, too. I mean, honestly, it's like you said, you won. You won ten grand, yeah, sure. You won at Ogilvy from the pole, cool. Mm-hmm. 
But when you won with the USMTS, nothing else matters. That's why them guys texted you because that's, in my mind, I understand you got the World of Outlaw Late Models. It's tough to win Mm -hmm. a Wissota Late Model race at Cedar Lake, at Red Cedar. But when you win any race with the USMTS, I feel like after traveling with them for, you know, the five or six shows that I went to, that is like the toughest competition around. Right. And and every, I mean, that's what it was to me. Yes. And I feel like that's why so many people probably texted you, not because you won 10 grand. It's because you won a USMTS race. Right. I I would have to agree a hundred percent. You know, we, uh, we got through tech and everything. They did tire samples and tore the motor apart a little bit and whatever else on uh, Saturday night. And, and me and one of my sick guys, we, uh, I mean, we, there was like four or five of us there, my girlfriend, whatever. And we got everything loaded up. I think at two thirty or two o'clock or whatever on Sunday morning. And my old man was in the front seat. I'm like, you're driving. He goes, you surely ate. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you have fun. So we, uh, my pit guy and I polished off a case of bush apples between uh, Ogilvy and Mason City on uh, Sunday morning. So I didn't wake up till quite late on Sunday. But we, I mean, it was just surreal. I mean, the people that that got a hold of me, you know, um, I mean, there's just so many big names, like you said. I mean, I think it's, I do agree 100%. It's definitely because of the fact that we won a USMTS race. And, and anybody that has tried to win the USMTS race, understands how much people um how much people try and whatever else you know and it's just unreal you know it's just it's it just leaves you speechless there's mm-hmm. there's so many people that have tried for so many years and you know i just got to be the lucky one i just i like to think that i worked a little bit harder than a lot of them and i think that's why it happened so speaking of usmts and humboldt you mentioned I uh, honestly didn't even, I completely forgot that you were down there, but I want to know what you thought when you looked at the entry list, the track, and <laughs> honestly, I want to know what you thought about the road to get to Humboldt. I've been there a few times, but the thing with Humboldt is, is that place is tough, very, very tough, you know, and I mean, there's not very much room to race at Humboldt. Um, it's, it puts on for really good racing, but there is not very much room to face. And, and we were kind of looking at it early and that was kind of the same deal with Cedar Lake. You know, I'm like, I don't know if we should really go, you know, it's a long ways and there's a lot of really good race cars. And, you know, I drive usually down there to them shows and I'm like, that's like eight hours to think of what everything that could possibly go wrong on your way to Humboldt. <laughs> yes. You definitely don't want to get stuck out in Kansas somewhere because you never know when you're going to see another car. Exactly. Or a lady on a bicycle or whatever. (laughs) But no, it's, um, it's just, that was the same deal. You know, I I know how tough Humboldt is and, and there's a lot of luck involved when you go to that place, but it just, uh, I don't know. I think we've, we've just found something. We've tried to stay as humble as we can about it. And we just kind of race, you know, one week at a time, and we'll see what happens. Like, my old man asked me last night, he's like, hey, you want to go down to race some USMTS stuff next weekend? And I'm like, I don't know, kind of. I said, <laughs> if I don't run this late model next week, we're probably going to be down south, you know. But 
Um, the pay deal, I mean, that's huge. Todd with USMTS um, pays, I think every race is five or 10,000 win, and, and it's very good money to start. And anybody that runs a modified and realizes how much it costs should be running that series because there's nowhere else you're going to go in the world and run a modified for, you know, a license costs us a little bit of money, but you run a few nights and it's, I mean, you make it back instantly, but it doesn't cost you very much to race per night. And the payout is unreal. You know, it's, it's really good. I think last weekend, like I said, I mean, uh, Friday night, we didn't run that well. Saturday night, we won. And then Sunday, I mean, we were okay. We made the show off the night. And I think we brought home over $12,000, you know. And and that is very, very respectable for a modified. You know, that's, that's something five years ago that a lot of late model guys wish they could run for, you know. And it's, uh, I don't know. That's that's the thing to me is when, when they come up to this area, it actually kind of really does surprise me all the guys that kind of run the other way. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I agree. I just, to me, it blows my mind because a lot of guys that tell me all the time, you know, I'm not good enough to go and, and I'm not good enough for this. And I'm, I'm telling these people like, Hey, if you're not good enough to go and every time we race against each other, you beat me. That means I shouldn't go. <laughs> I literally texted a couple of people that, um, last week and I'm like, Hey, why aren't you going to these races? And they're like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm like, we raced against each other like 10 times this year, and you beat me nine of them. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I mean, I was really actually surprised Jody Belfi was there. And he was, I mean, one of them that I asked him, like, you know, what's kind of the deal with you being there? I'm just out here for fun. And I'm like, why do you say that? And he goes, I don't, I don't know if I can, I don't know if we're going to keep up as well as everybody thinks we're going to run. I think you're going to be just fine, you know. And I think there was so, actually, my car is with Soda Legal 100%. Um, so all I do is switch tires. So I'm on a smaller motor than most of the USRA guys and everything else. And, and that just makes everything a little sweeter, too, you know. Right. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I don't know, I don't remember what race it was, but a lot of local guys running with the USMTS. And I knew they had, you know, all with Soda stuff. And, they keep up just fine. So like you say, it's, uh, it would be cool to see a lot of these guys, local guys run with them. And that's the thing. I mean, if Wasota could get, not necessarily get their stuff together, but get something planned. I know last year, I think for the, I don't know, it wasn't the Masters. I think it must've been the legendary. There was, was, I mean, the modifieds were the biggest class and there was only, I think four USRA cars. There was 56 Wasota cars there. Wow. And that's a really good field for modified, you know, and and that's why I think if they came up and raced um, with all these USMTS races that are rather close, I think they would do way better than they think they're going to, you know. They they know the tracks better than most of the USMTS guys do, and and you run with soda stuff um, on a weekly basis, and you have your good, you know, 10, 15 drivers that are top-notch drivers that have in, uh, they don't. I have no doubt in my mind that they could run top ten with USMTS. You know, right? I agree. I mean, to be honest, because even if that track slicks off, just because that guy's got whatever amount of horsepower it is, it doesn't mean he's going to be able to use it. The World of All Out Late Models at Red Cedar Speedway is the exact perfect example for what you're trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, last year with Biasi, hit something quick time at uh, at Superior. I mean, same deal. 
you know, all these guys, you, you look at it even this year, you know, I was watching um, that same race and if you take the Lasota guys out of that show, there wasn't going to be anybody there. Nope. No. Nope. <clears throat> and it works the same way with those mods. You never know. Yep. I mean, we got a saying on the Bill 2 Media podcast, you don't live scared. Can't so. live scared. That's right. <laughs> Alex is definitely not living scared. No. I just have that thought, you know, we just we spend enough money. I mean, it just doesn't make sense not to go race for some money, you know? Right. That's just my thought on it. And you're never going to get better unless you're racing against good cars. Exactly. These guys that go cherry picking, that go to these racetracks that only have two or three cars, you know, like I said, everybody was bashing me about it. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be mean about it, but you're never going to get to the point of running with the best cars in the country if you don't just get in and do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just look at all these, like, <clears throat> all these young kids that come up, say, I guess it's more on the sprint car side that I see it, but they get thrown in a car and they get put out with some of the best guys in the, in the world really. And you see how quick they catch on and learn from, you know, the guys they are racing against. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I actually own a race shop. So I, I mean, I do shops and stuff and sell parts and fuel and tires and whatever else. And so I have firsthand knowledge when it comes to helping younger drivers come up through and, you'd be amazed at how many people kind of just kind of bat an eye and go the other way from a show where they really should go to, because I mean, that's, that's where we started. You know, I, I ran, like I said, a slingshot for a while and, and we ran a B mod for the first year just to kind of get our feet wet. And then the second year, I mean, every decent sized show we could get to, we did, you know, because, you know, I've been watching my old man and I've been watching a lot of really good drivers, you know, in this area growing up and, you're never going to get anywhere unless you race against the good racers. <laughs> yeah. Plus they usually race you a lot cleaner. Absolutely. <laughs> and that, that, that's, that's my biggest thing. I mean, it doesn't matter if, if I run somebody harder or if we don't like each other or whatever, there will always be a lane left. You know, I, I don't, I don't mind fly jobs as long as there's room for a fly job, but, uh, no, I mean, that's, that's my biggest thing is I, I try and erase everybody very respectfully. You know, I know how much money is in these race cars. And, and uh, Lucas Schott and I got together last fall, and we were talking about it. And I said, Luke, why aren't you running Deer Creek very much anymore? And he goes, you want my honest answer? I'm like, yeah, that's why I asked. And he's like, honestly, it's because of the, the you know, the politics. In it. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And he goes, because I can slide you, and if Everybody sees it in the stands. I'm the biggest asshole in the world. But he goes, I know that if Lucas and I are racing, we can run wide open, slide each other 14 laps in a row, we'll get out, and we'll laugh at each other. You know? <laughs> and that's the thing. You, you go to these big shows, and you can find somebody, and usually they'll know it's coming, and they're smart enough to turn down the racetrack and pass you by the time you get to the flag stand where – you run a lot of this weekly stuff and you know, you can fight somebody or whatever else. And instead of passing you by the bike, then they run into you for absolutely zero reason. <laughs> you know, yep. that's just where, I mean, that has changed a lot the last couple of years in racing, just the respect given, you know, I just, I've noticed it a lot, obviously coming out of a B mod to a modified, but even just looking back at all the things that I've went through, you know, in that transition and, 
that's what I think I like the most about running the modified and then filling in with the late model and stuff is no matter how hard I can drive, I know that I will leave a lane for somebody and 90% of the time the lane gets left for me. Yep. Where, you know, in some of the smaller classes or whatever, it just doesn't happen that way. And I wish that would change. You know, I think the racing would be so much better if, if people would just give a little bit of room or, you know, take a little bit of room, you know, it just, I don't know. That's the thing that blows me about the racing. Well, like for me and Gunner, that was the best part about the kart racing is Mm -hmm. no matter who you went out there with, you knew exactly who you were racing against. So it didn't matter how hard you wanted to throw it. If you'd bounce off each other, you'd laugh about it later, but you'd still race your asses off till the end of the race. Right. But that lane was open. Yep. There's just, I mean, there's always going to be your couple guys that don't obviously understand it that way. And, will race you pretty dirty but i mean you just gotta you gotta roll with it and no matter what you gotta pick your head up and there's always tomorrow for sure so where are we gonna see you uh where are we gonna see you in the future what's your what's your five year outlook Ooh, i don't know about five years um the talk right now we'll see kind of what goes on we were if Fountain City was going to pick up late models full-time, we were going to run OSOTA late model type deal. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not 100% sure. I can't see that they would do that if Menominee is open again. Um, so that's why we ordered a new modified. And I don't want to spill the beans, but we'll probably be racing USMTS stuff next year, I think, full-time. If ooh, I talked ooh. to the dailies last week and uh, asked them, like, hey, is this pay deal going to go on next year, too, or what are we thinking? And, and he's like, no. And I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. And he's like, I'm just talking with you. It's going to be better. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. Well, Big news. Perfect. Yeah. No, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to... Like I said, I don't want to let it out yet just because I don't know 100% if it's going to happen. But uh, I think, uh, well, I definitely have a new car on the way. And I think we're going to get a new trailer and possibly a new toter for next year. So it'll make going up and down the road a little bit easier on us. And and uh, like I said, I own a parts business. So that kind of helps on that end of things. So. Yeah. Well, if we'll, you ever uh, need a we'll, toter driver for some of them winter months, you go ahead and give me a jingle. Well, you can drink beer. We're all right. <laughs> well, see, that's the best part about me driving your toters. I don't drink. So uh, I'm that's... getting you there for sure. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm allergic. Just just so you know, I'm allergic to oh, alcohol. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I'll still party with you as long as you want. You can ask anyone. I, I party all night. <laughs> Especially if you win your SMTS races. Then you... <laughs> You might as well forget about going to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one of the coolest things about Humboldt is they had one hell of a party going on afterwards. Absolutely. Every single time we're in Humboldt. Oh, man. So five year, we didn't quite be able to hit on it, but uh, we got with Soda Late Model coming up this year yet. Try that out. And then mm-hmm. full tour with the USMTS with an SSR race car. Possibly. That's the plan, hopefully. We'll see, like I said, if it happens. But after that, I don't know. I I made this mistake getting in this late model here a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, I knew that I always wanted to do it, but I told my old man, I'm like, 
before I got in that car, everything I've drove, I've won it. Every single car. And I'm like, now I got in this late model, now I got to go win in the thing. You know, I got to go <laughs> run, you know, as long as I have to, to win in this thing, because I want to win in everything that I've been in, you know? And I don't know. We'd like to possibly do something that route, but uh, there's not enough local late model stuff for us to do it feasibly yet. You know, I think it's actually growing, you know, from these last few years, it was down a lot and I think it is growing back up, but unless we can get something committed on like a Friday at Fountain City, it's just too hard for me to get to Brownie. I love the place, but it's just too far away for me on a Friday. So unless they do something at Fountain City, I don't think I could make it work, but we'll see. I think if you go and get yourself one more of them uh, $10,000 big checks, you might have a little bit better outlook on what's going on. It's very possible. Thought about driving a sprint car once. I ain't quite wired that way. Oh come on! I think you do it. I probably could do it, but I don't think I want to drive one one time just to say I've done it. Well, Cedar Lake. I think it's nobody else on the racetrack. What is it? October? (laughs) I think it's October. October. I don't know. I hurt myself, and I won't be able to go race down south for your Cynthia stuff. Ah. Sounds like you're living scared all of a sudden. I ain't living scared. I'm living smart. <laughs> you're just, you're not scared. You're just a little nervous, maybe. No, I ain't nervous. I just <laughs> want to run to your Cynthia stuff. <laughs> It'd always be cool. I mean, I I definitely. It's not something that's out of the question. It's just. I've always felt like the modifieds have put on the best racing. You know, late model stuff, I do like it, but there's a lot of nice that it gets all later. And, and sprint cars, I actually feel like the sprint car racing on a lower level is better than big stuff because I feel like on the big stuff, a lot of times it's just everybody gets to the cushion and they just race and, I mean, they pull slide jobs, but they're not racing side by side, you know. And, right. and I feel like that's the one thing that the modifieds have gotten really good with the last few years here the racing usually is very very good yes mm-hmm. a lot of side by side even if even if first and second string out i mean at least they race till they got strung out and then it's just a battle from 10th forward all the right. time absolutely alex yes, where'd the I number mean, like 15 said, come from uh, my old man uh they they got married my parents got married uh, on the 15th of october and and it just always stuck. I don't, uh, I don't know. My girlfriend and I started dating on the 15th. Um, it's just been a lucky number, you know, ever since I was little, it was, that was my thing. You know, 15 was my number and my old man was 15. So I'm like, oh, I gotta be something different. We gotta do 15 W. There you go. <laughs> uh, I wanted no. to switch gears just a little bit, but, uh, we've heard that you have, somewhat of a side side business with the uh cornhole boards can you talk on that a bit oh yeah that's uh that was gonna be a hobby and uh matt bull made it not a hobby <laughs> that's uh, pretty much what happened but um no we i started doing actually I had a pit guy of mine um was built or built me a set um as a present and i'm like oh, this is pretty pretty neat and I said, maybe we should start doing that. You know, I've never seen anybody like actually make a bunch of custom ones before. And I'm like, what do you think? He's like, 
I'll make them for you as long as you want to put the stuff on them and get rid of them. I said, perfect. No labor involved. <laughs> so I, um, I actually, I got, I just gave one away for a wedding present to a buddy of mine. And, uh, you know, I've sold a few sets, but, um, I mean, they're, they're pretty sweet. I can basically anyone that, uh, wants them, you just send me like two pictures and inside and outside picture of the race car. And, and I have my rat guy go through and, you know, print me something up and my fit guy makes the boards and I install everything and, you know, take care of the money and, you know, getting a hold of the people and whatnot. So it's my biggest thing has always been helping the ones that help me. And, you know, it's going to put a little bit of money in their pockets as well as mine. And I think it's going to be a good deal. I actually think it's going to go pretty well. Matt said he's going to try and push it pretty hard. But I mean, the biggest thing, like I said, is nobody really does it, you know? Right. I think we might have to get some yeah. built to uh beanbag boards. What do you think, Blake? I'm game. All right. You got, Perfect. uh, there's a set right there. I'll add her to the list. Hopefully <laughs> you don't mind waiting a little bit. <laughs> no worries. Can you, do they still work in the snow? Absolutely. <laughs> Even better. I heard. So, so what is your parts business? I guess I didn't, I never knew that you really had a parts business down there. Um, it's actually called Windy Ridge Auto Repair and Fabrication. So I went to school for, um, auto body and, um, I kind of did it, um, at a dealership around me for a while. And then I drove truck for a little bit and I had a deal worked out so I could get my CDL. And I told the guy I'd help him for a year or two or whatever, since he helped me get my CDL. And, and I was always doing body work on the side. And I just got to the point where I had so much body work that I knew I could make it work as a full-time gig and I'm like, well, I might as well do it. And then, uh, it wasn't probably two weeks after I left and went on my own all of a sudden, um, somehow or another, I don't really remember how it started, but somebody brought up something about parts to me because we didn't really have a, a good parts supplier at the time by us. And I'm like, you know, I mean, there were, there is, but there, there are ways away. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to step on toes, you know? And, and I got hooked up with performance bodies right away and, and they've treated me exceptional. You know, we, we, uh, we did a lot of business with them last year, last year, the last full or first full year with them. And, and, um, I got hooked up with them and Speedway and Weirs. I mean, Weirs is really close to me. So we do a lot of that stuff and we just kind of started with nothing and, you know, made it into something and, and I actually got offered to do the trackside vending and I planned on it other than the fact it's impossible to find somebody who works right now. So <laughs> I, I got a buddy that works with me a little bit. Um, he's doing all the trackside vending with his own company, but I mean, we work together. And then, like I said, I, I build bodies on race cars all winter long. Um, basically from January till the last week in April is booked out with race car bodies all the time. And so we do all that stuff. And, uh, I do uh, custom shocks now. I've done AFCO, Integra, QA1, DSC. Um, so I've been doing that stuff, you know. Um, it's, it's just been interesting. Like I said, it started <laughs> with nothing really, and, and I had a lot of this body work that I thought was planned out. You know, I bought a paint booth and everything else, and and that was going really good, and then parts kind of fell up in my lap, and now I don't really have any time for body work because it's wide open with parts and shocks and I mean, the race car stuff is always where I've wanted to be. And like I said, when we started, um, 
this was, you know, my dream. You know, I always want to do either something with parts or, or race cars somehow, some way. And, and we sponsor, I think almost 20 cars right now. And just every time that I can get my name out there or try and help somebody or, I mean, that's my biggest thing. I've been this year, I think I have six or seven drivers that are all 20 years old or younger that have been helping try and get to the front and, and I actually drove one of my customers' cars last Friday night at Fountain City. Um, started fourth and got fourth. I mean, top five first night in the car. Just trying to help out my customers and do whatever I can, you know. And, and that's that's my thing, you know. Just trying to help whoever's helping me. That's pretty good. You got a Facebook page for that or anything? Absolutely. Windy Ridge Auto Repair and Fabrication. Mm. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Starting it basically from scratch and taking it to where it is now. Yeah, it's, it's been nuts. Um, like I said, we've done all that stuff, parts, fuel, tires, everything that I can't keep tires on the shelf. It doesn't matter what brand they are. <laughs> I have Hoosiers and American Racers in stock. You know, usually one or two days I go pick up 75 of them and they're gone, you know, right away. And but uh, I can't, I can't hardly complain. I mean, it's been a really good ride here this last couple of years working from home and doing my thing. So I just, I, mean, I can't thank everybody enough. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people get to the top, but they don't always show how they get there. And I mean, I, if it wasn't for every single person that's ever been behind me in life, there's no way I, I would have made it here, you know? Right. Yeah. I suppose a couple of wins always help promote business as well. That helps a lot. <laughs> Well, Alex, I think it's time for a little bit to uh, show your personality just a tick. Maybe get into oh, some two-minute questions. Whatever. Did you, uh, did you still uh, drinking on that bush latte? Nope. Frank's Red Hot Bloody Mary. Oh, jeez. Mixed one while we were talking. Exactly. <laughs> no, I had people bring me one. Oh, pre 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 made somewhere else. I thought you were pre-made. just sneaky like that. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. It's time for the best time. Two minute to fifteen to forty five minute questions. You ready, Alex? I'm ready. Don't think about anything that you're gonna answer. Just answer it. If it needs to be explained, we will take time to explain. Great. All right. Is cereal soup? No. No. Uh, what is your favorite non-alcoholic drink? Water. Mm. First time for that one. Uh, I can pop that long ago. I have to find <laughs> something. <laughs> Let's see. What's your favorite fruit? Bananas. Ooh. Get that potassium up. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Get that heartburn going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you a crock guy? No. You don't rock no yeah, crocs? As long as, you, as long as there's socks involved. Oh, nice. uh, Not really an open foot type of person, huh? No. Work boots and jeans. I just switched over to the shorts and crocs side. I don't know if I can roll that way. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of 
kind of stalking on your Facebook a little bit, and I saw you had a snowmobile on there. But uh, what's your favorite snowmobile brand? Definitely Polaris. Polaris all the way. Good man. Same. Um, I really want to get into some good ones, but uh, we got to warm them up first. What's your spirit animal? I have no idea. We weren't supposed to think. Yeah, you thought too hard. Yeah. You just okay, ready? What's your spirit animal? Chicken. See? <laughs> that easy. Speaking of chickens, <laughs> how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? A lot. We need a number. <laughs> we need to know. Fifty. I don't know. Fifty. Why fifty though? Because that's how many it's going to take. So it's all I got to stand on top of each other so they can reach the top of the elephant. <laughs> oh, so it's a talon type of a kill. Or they use exactly. the beak. Is it more no. of a beak kill or just talons? I think beak. Oof. Ugh. That's gruesome. At least this one didn't have an egg allergy. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, where did the Nick... Where did the name Pina Colada come from? Hawaii. Oh. Uh, Valid point. Yeah. What's your... If you're going to go buy a brand new vehicle right now, what brand are you going to buy? SSR. (laughs) (laughs) Not race cars. (laughs) They make pit bikes. What are you talking about? (laughs) So probably you, a Chevrolet if I had uh, to. All right, all right. Uh, what's the weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Machete. Wow, nice, gruesome. Never have to reload a machete. Nope. Exactly. He's getting after it out there. What is your favorite movie of all time? Days of Thunder. Nice. Can you give us a quote from Days of Thunder? I ain't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. What fictional character yeah. do you think you are most like? Fictional character? Yep. Oh, boy. That's a good question. I have to think on that one. Yeah, that's all right. We'll give you, like, okay, go. Well, Bambi. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, but I love it a little bit. <laughs> oh, that had to make you laugh. <laughs> I was thinking more like Taz or something like that, right. real quick. Nah, Bambi. <laughs> uh, Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So you're walking into a gas station to grab some sunflower seeds. What kind are you going with? Dill pickle, original, barbecue, ranch? Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Ooh. Good answer. He was a big fan of the band Salt and Pepper as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't think so. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we played that song one time and you were really into it. Sure. Uh, what is the most annoying color? 
Yellow. Oh, good answer. I agree. What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Oh, boy. Badminton. <laughs> oh, that was good. That would actually be pretty comical. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> Spell carding. Oh, my gosh. That might not be good. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great as long as you're not the owners of that place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be a good show. I think every day at Pro Absolutely. Card is great until we all show up, to be honest. Yeah. And they we could sell that place out if we advertised we were doing it drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty sure Mike Mueller might have had a small buzz after he got in his wreck, so pretty close. <laughs> like some alcohol. <laughs> um most embarrassing moment of your life. We didn't have that many. Well, sounds like any Who would win in a fight between Batman and Superman? Batman. Ooh. We've only had like one Superman. Yep. Wow. A lot of Batman fans. He yeah. did run Hoosiers on his bike, so I get it. True. Absolutely, he did. Yeah. Late model Hoosiers. Ooh, I don't know. I think they were sprint cars. They were definitely sprint yeah, cars. Cool. I yep. think they were big. That Corey, uh, I can't say his last name, takes pictures at the track. CRP pitch photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a close-up of him. He's down there looking at it, and it was definitely a right rear ho- uh, sprint car tire. Was it? Yep. Well, that's just a little less cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe they were that way or you goofy clowns drill into them yourself. They come like that. Yep. I'm sorry. There's a lot of technology in there. It's for uh, heat displacement. Yep. Yeah, that's what they say anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that to my mod tires once. Let me explain to you. It didn't displace the heat. <laughs> It just they made the thing chunk way faster. Chunk out, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can't go too deep. Can't go too wide. Definitely can't make it too skinny. Hey, I know what the most embarrassing moment I had. Now that we're talking about it. I had this really brilliant idea when I started racing modifieds of drilling tires. Guess what it did to a brand new tire? Pop. Drilled right through her. Oh. <laughs> right in front of like 20 people as I was demonstrating how to prep a tire. Uh, oh, that's perfect. Brilliant idea. I literally handed it to somebody. So you want to Yeah, I'll put a patch in it. Okay. Have oh. fun. Oh, my gosh. So when you put the holes in, when you were talking before, I just imagine you like taking a lighter to like a little mini spoon and just like scooping out the... Warming up the spoon and scooping out each tread on there, or was it with the drill? Yeah, I don't, it was definitely with a drill, but it didn't have a washer on it. It was like done. <laughs> uh. Wasn't a good thing, let me tell you. I wrecked a lot of tires. Uh, it was a when I was done, though. <laughs> this kind of sounds like, like it got pretty expensive. Yep. Would have much better replace the drill bits. Yeah. Uh, do you like pineapple on your pizza? Absolutely. Oh. My type of guy right there. Uh, 
What is the coolest sound? Race car engine. Yep. I honestly almost... I'm a big sprint car guy, obviously, but I still think that a wide open late model on the cushion sounds better. Yep. (sighs) I thought you were going to tell me you like the sound of a rubbered up racetrack. Yuck. Yucky. That sounds awful. It does sound awful. (laughs) (laughs) When you can hear the tires over the motor, I... Yeah. That's not fun. It's time to get a cheeseburger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you come back in 40 laps, we'll still be in the same order. Yes. Yep. Uh, my last question. If you, would you rather have no nose or no arms? No nose. Okay. Pretty hard to drive without arms there, buddy. True. Hmm. Good answer. Got a point. I'm pretty sure I had COVID at some point, so I ain't really been able to smell 100% since like last November, so I'm pretty used to not basically having a nose. <laughs> so you're kind of there already. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty stupid. You can't smell race gas no more. You can't smell oh. Jeez. I didn't think it was possible to get rid of race gas smell. Well, well I found out the hard way. <laughs> I got a couple questions yet. Couple. Three to be exact. Holy. All right. What sport do you think they'll invent next? Underwater basket weaving. I don't know if it's the snowflakes <laughs> that are coming into the world. And what does your dream racing facility look like? Is it is it Cedar Lake with Deer Creek stands and Whatever, you figure it out. You know, if you just took the back stretch stands and matched the front stretch at Cedar Lake, that place would be pretty sweet. But you really need to update the front stretch. Yeah. But if they did that, I don't think you could get much better, you know. That place, especially like USA Nationals time, that place is packed. And that's, I mean, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yes. for sure. What about concession stands? Is there a is there a certain track that you go to that you just love the food? Um, yeah, actually, I really like the green chili burritos. <laughs> really like green chili burritos. Um, no, not really. I've always my bucket list place has always been like Eldora or something. So I'm sure that would be pretty neat. But I think uh, if I had to pick one place as concession concession stand, it would definitely have to be Cedar Lake. They do have some pretty good food. They do. All right. Last question. Alex, what are you built to do? Go fast, turn left. Hmm. That should be on a shirt. Yep. Thank you for the idea. Make sure you make millions off that you give me like a dollar a shirt or something. Oh, we will for sure. Yeah. Perfect. But you said when it makes millions, right? Yeah. So until we get to a million, we don't have to pay you a dollar. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just advertise for you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, Alex. It's been good having you on. Good talking to you. Nice to learn a little more about you. Make oh, yeah. sure. Make I'll sure. Be, uh, Hopefully it's Cedar Lake next week. We'll see. Maybe we'll be diving a late model there, or I'll be self-modified. So if you're up there, yeah, or 
Right Next time you come visit, I will have a lot of beer in me and around me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, do you have anybody you want to thank? Uh, just like I said, I mean, every sponsor, my family, every fan that comes to make this what it can be, you know, racing ain't nothing without fans. It ain't nothing without drivers. So, I mean, you got you, you just got to thank all the sponsors that have always been into it and the track promoters, the track people. I've always liked going to a racetrack for like a, say the legendary weekend or, you know, any couple day show and seeing all the people really behind the scenes. I think that's the stuff that really makes it worth it to me. And I think that is people that need to get the thank yous all the time. It's the people that a lot of people don't ever realize are even involved. Mm -hmm. So thank you to all them concession people, track prep people, um, all the marketing people, everybody that makes racing what racing is, I appreciate it. That's awesome. For sure, yeah. I know a lot of the, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of track workers and helpers, they're, you know, they don't get paid a lot, but they just do it because they love it. So, like you say, it's just cool that how many people are involved to make this whole thing go around. I agree 100%. It's a pretty good thing as long as it keeps going. Well, thank you, Alex. Congratulations on the big win and uh, awesome start to the year. Now that we're halfway through, finish out strong, and we'll we'll see you soon. Um, good. Have a good one, you guys. Thanks, yep. Alex. Thank you. Right. Good dude. Great dude. Let's get some news rolling. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfruits and five B vitamins that'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last out the crash and you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com Time for the news. The Bill 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. Hi, Gunner. Hey. We're back with the news. <laughs> news. News. Alex. That news. Good head on top of them shoulders. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sweet. I got a... I gotta bring up this picture here, so you uh, you fill in here. For Pretty impressive, second. though, to uh, win in every single car he's ever drove. Yeah, type sorry, type of type race of car, car he's yes. ever drove. I Coming wanted into a soda late. I wanted to bring this up quick when he was talking about how he uh, knocked a spoiler off and the car handled better. <laughs> then Field Tractor Tire posted that picture when you smack the wall and the car starts handling better. There's a guy. This is beyond science. Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> Dude, they've been hitting it out of the park with the post lately. If you guys, I mean, this isn't a sponsor deal, but if you guys follow the in or don't follow the infield tractor tire, do it. Look them up on Facebook. <laughs> the one I sent you today, what I think I look like in my race suit. Oh, uh, yeah. What I actually look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. So. Uh, first order of business on the news section. Track prep pre-race show, as we mentioned in the beginning. 
be sure to uh check in i don't know when we're doing it again are we doing it this week uh i don't know if we are that's kind of uh up for yeah debate yet for sure the usa nationals on saturday yeah yep. we will definitely be there on saturday hopefully get a couple more in here while the non-wing sprint cards are off uh yeah i yeah. have uh cool i have breaking 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 news from todd 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 todd, todd. nick hoffman will drive scott bloomquist zero this weekend at the world of outlaws late model series prairie dirt classic at fairbury american legion speedway nick hoffman nick hoffman wow that is like news from 30 seconds ago or that's uh well it was one hour ago and todd sent it approximately an hour so like two hours ago wow breaking you said breaking three times so i was like wow this must be well it's todd todd todd, todd and he sent breaking 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 news wow it's big quite impressive to say the least yes Red Cedar Speedway, July 22nd. AJ Demo up seven spots for the win. Our buddy, the Ice Cube, rolling home in second place. That a boy, the Ice Cube. Slamming Sammy. I don't want to say we gave him that nickname, but. No, we did. I feel like we did. And then when I heard it on the uh, World of Outlaw announcers mic, I'm like. I was ah. like, huh, they listen to the Build 2 Media podcast. Yes. <sighs> Hornets, Jeremy Johnson coming home with a win, up three. Then we got limited late models. Joe Provenzino remembered to scale this week and got the win, up three <laughs> spots. <laughs> it's always good to remember to do that. Right? Yeah, good stuff. Modifieds, we got Daniel Bargander. Yeah, there we go. I could... I, you know, I've it's said it, one. I've heard it. I just didn't want to murder it. Yep. Ashley Anderson up three for second. Uh, the big W rolling home with a top five. W. Come on, Slim. Getting that top five finish. Yep. That big bad SSR. And we had uh, the month of money at Cedar Lake. Wait a second. JK. got to say super stocks. Super stock. Dan. The man. Dan the man. Nissicle. Niss Nissalak. N I S S A L K E. Nissicle? It's like Mississippi. Number twenty two X, Dan the Man. <laughs> That's his nickname from now on, so <laughs> good job, Dan. Up six for the win. Yeah, a lot of good racing there. And then Midwest mods. Golly, I could not be an announcer. It's definitely just hit me. Kyle Kerberger. JD Ford. Up two and up three. Boom. Good job, boys. Kennedy Swan rolling home in fourth. Austin Ellis, after a win, went down six. Rough night. Oof. 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 Month of money. How about it? How about it? Cedar Lake Speedway. Old Jesse Glenn's getting her done. Start to finish. I don't. Eh, Daryl gave him one shot. Yep. 
When it went green flag for, well, okay, let's talk about the big one. We had the Daytona 500, the big one. We did have the big one. The ice cube was melting on top of about four other cars there. Yeah, that was not a not a pretty sight. Was there like eight cars involved? Seven? I think seven or eight. Yeah. So we had Jake Rudetsky. We had James, Sammy, Jake Miller. No, James wasn't involved. He was on. He was on. On the back end of it, though. Just missed it, didn't he? Yeah. It was so <sighs> Sam, Jake Miller, uh, Matthews, Greg Niepolt, Radetzky. The 519. Two, uh, Carlson was involved. Yeah. And was Lar- Steve Larson? I'm pretty sure. It was a big one. We might be off by one or two. but It's fine. It's fine. They'll never know. No. How will they know? How will they know? They'll never know. They're going to know. But they won't. They can't know. They don't even know. So it was like a 20-minute pause. Yep. Uh, Jesse's car actually did not start from the pit stall. I've seen they pushed him off. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Shuts it off on a red, pops right off. All this starter needed was a yellow flag. Right. Red flag, sorry. Yeah, I uh, no. Jesse was out front and then... Towards the end there, I was like, okay, they're kind of closing in. And then there was a yellow, and then Jesse took off again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Yep. Pat Doerr, he was hanging out for a long time. He had some good runs on Jesse. Yeah. The first time they caught lap traffic. Yep. But the track was, I mean, honestly, it was good because even the guys that ran the bottom were there. It seemed like they could stay with them. Right. You know? Well, and they even, like I say, before the yellow, it seemed like they were kind of inching closer but yeah once that once it went back to green it was yeah jesse had them them first what was it lap three two or three when that big wreck happened yeah it wasn't very far in that track was bad fast did you uh did they dq jimmy when he pulled forward is that what happened flat right rear he had a flat right rear oh i thought they dq'd him because he moved under red Okay, everybody was confused on why he left, but flat right rear. Flat right rear. That's what Quentin told me. Oh, okay. Because I asked. Yeah. Because I wanted to know, like, what was actually wrong with Sammy's car, because when they had it on the hook up in the air, nothing was bent. Quentin's like, I'm pretty sure we could have went and raced again. Huh. Because I think Sammy was got pounded pretty good in the right rear. Yeah, figured it's probably... Yeah, right rear quarter panel was shoved up through into the deck, but right. that was a tough one. Yeah, bad pile up, but uh, good racing. Uh, you owe me a dollar. Well, it's in the so car. So does Mike. Uh, Mark paid me at the creek. <sighs> yeah, and Todd owes me a dollar. I'll get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jesse hit it perfect. He passed just enough cars to put himself sixth in points and... Got on the pin and never looked back. It mm-hmm. was it was a good race. But I still think, you know, okay, $5,000, good job, Jesse. Good for him, 100%. I mean, he needed it. Just get everything out of the way. Keep on rolling because it's the perfect time to start winning. But how about, uh, how about our other buddy, Mr. Cam Bam, little man Schaefer? Cam Bam. That was sick. That was sweet. You want me to lay it out for you? You can. I was there. Yeah. 
Well, I'll, I'll lay it out. How'd it go? What happened? So here's the deal. Here's how this went down. The uh, top four finishers in, or the top four point guys at the end of the heat race has got an opportunity to go to the back, and if they won from the back, they got an extra $1,000 on top of the winnings. Brought to you by GTK Transport. Yep. Uh, so Cam Bam took it, and also Johnny Luer took it. Johnny Luer, because two people got the option. Yep. And through the green, Johnny he was he was coming up quick. What like happened? A, like to him? a damn snake. Looked like a damn snake coming through that field. Was he involved in the wreck? No. He was not. He had two push rods go through the rockers. Oh, yeah, little much on the RPMs. <laughs> yeah, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to JP three for his bad wreck. Oof, red flag, no good. Yeah, and then uh, fractured vertebrae in a back brace. Right, get well soon, Johnny. Yes. Uh, once it went back to green, in about two laps, Cam was like tenth and went to the front. Yep. 17 to go he took the lead yeah in a 30 lap or so that was pretty impressive i mean he was on it he was ripping the top yeah that was cool to watch it was awesome i just couldn't believe how long everybody stayed on the bottom honestly i know it i mean you knew mikey was going to be down there but there's a couple guys up there that i thought they would try the top and make it work right but cam said bye bye see you next race yep. See ya, toodaloo. Bye. It's been fun. Good job, Cam. Good job, Cam. Way to go. Thank you, GTK Transport. Boom. Also a sponsor on Jamie. Oops, sorry. James Giassi. Jamie Giassi. Sorry. It's my bad. Um, that was my bad. I don't know. That's all I got for news. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Sheldon Hoddenshield won at Williams Grove, and then Brent Marks won the big one on Saturday. Good and to see Brent win. Sheldon got second, and Donald Schatz got third. Mm-hmm. The Don. The Don. Don got third. He just cannot crack that W yeah. after he got 300. I know it. Uh, Paul Harrell said, coming home second behind the buzzard at Rice Lake. Ooh. Come on. God, look at that that picture just it's so good to see the one back. Oh yeah. Old Harley. Parker Anderson. Wait, did he win again? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Uh hold on here. I gotta zoom in on this one. Oh boy. What do you got? Okay, so Bedford Fairgrounds. Did you go there with Bedford? Did you go to Bedford? Never been to Bedford. Okay. You might have went there. Where is it? Historic night tonight. Cassidy Cretes is the first time female sprint car winner in track history. What? At a girl. Nice. I was pretty impressed by that. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's about all I got. I mean, there was a lot of good races this weekend. Yes, I did not a, get to watch anything else except for the sprints and the lates. I didn't even get to watch the mods. Who won really? the mods at Cedar? Oh, gosh. Why don't I know who won? Because <laughs> it was AJ. It was AJ. <laughs> AJ yep. won. 
They'll never know. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> no, AJ definitely won. Uh, looking forward though, um, big race coming up at uh, uh, what's the place up up north? Up north there. Which one? Like Superior North or yeah, to the to Ashland the, North. Ashland, Ashland. Yep. Uh, we got the four 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 Tanner by home Memorial Race up there on Thursday. This Thursday. Yep. Um, so two days after this is out. Two days. Literally in two days. And then the Twin 25s at Superior on Friday night. That's this, a cool race. This week. For yeah. sure. That's all I got. James going? James is going. Ashland? Yep, both of them. Jimmy taking the 444? I don't know. It'd be cool. I haven't heard... Twin ports. It's always nice because when you go up there, you get rid of a lot of humidity. Yeah, for sure. I know when we uh, took the sprint car up there, it was like 80 down here and about 50 up there and 30 at night. (laughs) That's nuts. I love it up there. Yeah. It does get hot in Duluth, though. Yeah. does. All right. Well, appreciate it. Thank you, sponsors. We definitely appreciate you. Keep sending us fan mail. We love it. Yep. Jiggy, we're waiting on our stickers. We need our stickers. Then we can get these stickers out to use people and get Jason Gross's pink ones that he he wants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hoping to get some. I know we've been saying this for a long time, but hoping to get some t-shirts out soon yep. too. So stay tuned. T-shirts will be here soon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Well, they powered through another one. Big thanks to all the sponsors of the Built 2 Media Podcast. QualityFreightRate.com, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks, Thunder Hill Speedway, SKD, Jiggy Signs, K1 Race Gear Ryan Bowers, and Tarvis Racing. Be on the lookout to find out who is next week's special guest. Other than that, we're out of here. you We're good. The Built 2 Media. Podcast. Podcast.